You're listening to Once, Episode 61, Tallahassee Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. We are so happy to have seen this episode, Tallahassee. And my guess is this is going to be the new word that everyone's going to learn how to spell very well. Tallahassee. (laughs) Two L's, one H, two S's, two E's, and some A's mixed in here and there, and a T at the beginning. Uh-huh. That's your spelling lesson for today. <laughs> okay. We we just finished watching this episode, Tallahassee. It's now the sixth episode in season two. So these are just our initial reactions. We're going to be a bit random and bouncing around. Not very well thought out. That's what our Wednesday night episode is for when we record live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, which is now, because daylight saving time is over, it's now GMT minus five. So keep that in mind, that slight hour adjustment. I'm sorry, international people. Blame that on America. (laughs) But uh, we'll have our full discussion, incorporate your feedback for that episode, and so much more as we include a more in-depth discussion of that. But these are just our first thoughts here and our initial reactions to this episode. And we'd love to have your feedback for our upcoming episode. I'll give you that feedback information in a moment. But I want to jump in and talk about this episode because this was really cool. Yes, it was. We saw very little of Storybrooke. Very little. And what little we saw of Storybrooke was just Mary Margaret's apartment. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yes. Really cool to see how the telling of the story was flipped. I mean, what they were showing us, where they were spending time, that is. Yeah. And it was mostly oddly in the past and in Portland. And I like Portland. Mm. And yeah, so it, it starts out in Portland. Then... Did they ever make it to Tallahassee? No. No, I guess not. Yeah, so it's Portland, Vancouver, somewhere else maybe, or maybe not. Which makes me wonder if there's more to tell in Emma's backstory or not, because it sounds like she actually ended up spending time in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe after she had Henry, she decided to go to Tallahassee waiting for Neil Cassidy. You think she was waiting for him, though? Maybe. She was probably pretty convinced as of that moment that he was horrible. Yeah, she did have that shock. And now we know why when she described Henry's father to Snow White or to Mary Margaret in in the episode True North back in season one. Now we know why she said, trust me, her fa- his father was no hero. Yeah, she made up a whole lot more of the story for Henry than I thought was even made up. Yeah. Hmm. There was no diner that she worked in. No pumpkin pie. (laughs) Yeah, what in the heck? How did... (laughs) Just She's uh, creative with her lies. She's a little disturbing. (laughs) No firefighting. Now now we know know what Regina meant whenever she said, what was so interesting about Tallahassee? Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. remember when she said that? Yeah, and I think from that moment we knew, oh, there's probably a story to tell in Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah it was it was cool to see a younger Emma. Like, how did they do that? She yeah. did. She really did look younger. <laughs> the funny thing was, 
or is that Portland and Tallahassee were both mentioned with some frequency in Lost. Hmm. They were just kind of favorite cities to pick on. Yeah. So speaking of Lost, Jorge Garcia oh, right. has the giant. <laughs> I wanted him to say, dude. <laughs> I wanted it so badly. He was a I would friendly have been upset giant. If he, did. he was a friendly giant, <laughs> well, but not a dude kind of giant. There were so many moments he could have said it, like hey, while going under. Or maybe, maybe next time we see Hook and the giant together, he'll be like, "Dude, I can't let you go. <laughs> not for yeah. another nine hours." I-, I wanted it to be the first thing he said. Like, dude, why are you making so much noise? Or, or, or something. I don't know. But so we 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 hear two stories of the giants. One is this thing of this war. And the other is that it was a massacre led by Jack the Giant Killer. Yes. With the enchanted or magical or poison sword or something like that. Two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The victors tell the story. So I'm I'm going to believe the giants story. That it was a massacre led by Jack the Giant Killer. I'll bet the truth is in the middle. Could be. Maybe maybe the humans were greedy for the beans. So much for Jack, too. Mm. As a character, they kind of closed that door a little bit. They except could. for the past. Dead is dead. <laughs> well, they can tell in the past. Yeah, they could, but yeah. do they have to? I don't think so. No, <laughs> they made really. it really obvious that it was Jack by putting his name <laughs> on the sword next to the <laughs> Otherwise, they might not have like, known oh, it was wait, Jack. Are you sure that's Jack? <laughs> Maybe he was a dwarf. <laughs> and Jack meant that he was going to steal things like a wagon... Like a carjacker, he only jacked wagons. So, <laughs> so the giants made the portal beans. The giants made the portal beans and these magical compasses. They made them? Yeah. And there's one. There's she left. She left the giant alive, so they could he could still grow her a bean. I wonder, can he still make them? Yeah. Well, does he not because he's sad, or does he not because he can't? Because it seems like he, he hasn't. He had no. a bean, a, a dead bean, apparently. <laughs> a dead bean. Yeah. In his yes. necklace thing. Broken or, or something like that. So I wonder if he'll be able to manufacture a bean for them. I In this episode, <laughs> we finally got the answer that I know many people have been questioning. This is not Neverland. No. I know we've, I mean, when I say this, I'm referring to present day fairy tale land. Many people have said, well, isn't that Neverland? No. And we've no. tried oh, to explain this before, okay. but like... very clearly, this is not Neverland <laughs> because Hook said, we're slaves to time here. And he referred to Neverland as a different place. Oh, that makes well, sense. that and Snow's pretty convinced that she lived there and they yeah. did go to her castle. Yeah, and... but that's all the stuff we've explained before. But now yeah. this is definite proof. Well, I'd say the other things were definite proof. You're mentioning <laughs> Neverland makes me think of Pixie Dust, which makes me think of Poppy Dust, which was in this episode, which is a reference to The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nice little <laughs> nod there. Maybe this is just oh. their new thing that they're going to make every episode nod in some way to The Wizard of Oz Maybe because so. they've dropped clues about the wizard of oz leading, throughout the series leading up to it yeah. perhaps maybe something about a room that is red and has burning curtains and eyes okay let's let's talk about that again we can jump around these are just our initial reactions so it's okay to jump around they did you catch all of that description some of it most uh, of hang it. on let me try let me try. Okay. okay, it's it's a room. Sound scared. It's it's a room <laughs> with no windows or doors. Can I stop sounding scared? Yeah, you can definitely. I'm weird. <laughs> and it has red curtains, but I don't get it. No windows, but it has curtains, 
and suddenly the curtains are on fire. Everything's red, and there's um, eyes. There's uh, there's um, there's a, a person looking yes. mm-hmm. through the flames on the other corner. Now we're going to catch this when we rewatch the episode, but since we do a live chat room. Um, when we do this show, we do our initial reactions live Sunday nights at 9.15 Eastern Time, and then we have the chat room before that, during the Eastern and Central Time episode. So, during the chat room, um, Josephine pointed out for us that Aurora referred to the person staring at her in the room as a he. Actually, Jeremy pointed that out, too. Oh, you did? And yeah. Henry, and you guys got Henry this. Henry says she. Henry says she. So, what? We're going to see Henry and Aurora fight? Do you know what? Somebody in the chat room also said maybe they were looking at each other mm-hmm. from opposite corners of the room. They've both recently had sleeping curses. Could yeah. Be. Or Henry could have also been seeing snow. Or it could have been or it could have <laughs> been the person who wrote the sleeping curse. That's But that could but be why too, well, why would their gender change? That's I'm, odd. I'm thinking they're seeing each other or else they're seeing someone they're missing. Oh, and they can't quite figure out who it is. Right. Because Henry is missing, well, he's missing two women. Yeah. He's missing Snow and Emma. Hmm. And Aurora is missing um, Prince uh, Eric. Yep. I kind of like this theory that they're looking at each other because that'd be kind of creepy, but also kind of like cool. (laughs) Not Eric. Philip. Philip, yeah. Uh, Fer- Philip, yes. Eric, Thank you. Not Eric, Eric either. And the Eric chat room, is yeah. a Little Mermaids <laughs> guy. Don't mix those up. Yeah. Um, oh. Go ahead. Mulan. I thought this was the perfect opportunity for her to show that she is, that her allegiance is for Korra. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Right. I also wondered if Hook was going to transform to be Korra. I think this was in... I might get this wrong, but in one of the other Once Upon a Time podcasts, there are now 12 Once Upon a Time podcasts. You guys can check it. Um, check all of them. By the way, we have a complete list of uh, the complete list of Once Upon a Time podcasts over at oncepodcast.com slash more podcasts. But someone, either Jeff Roney in the fan podcast or I can't remember who, but someone pointed out that what if Hook all this time is Cora shape shifting again. Yeah, well, he was flirting quite a bit. Way too creepy. Yeah, so I think <laughs> I the flirting think gives it away. You know what? I at first when I saw the cuff, the magical cuff, when I when I when I heard him say that Cora gave me this blah blah blah, and it's a magical cuff, I thought, okay, he has to be Cora. He has to be because he has magic with him. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe he's just saying it was Cora, just just to you know. Yeah. Just to confuse them. But since we've seen him like flirt so much with Emma, I thought, no, that's got to be Hook because it would yeah. be too weird. Definitely. It's definitely Hook. <laughs> Either that or Cora's a really good actress. A really <laughs> creepy good actress. <laughs> so they, uh, 
Let's see, random notes. By the way, uh, let me take a break here to say, please vote for us in the podcast awards. Voting is now open and we are finalists under the entertainment category. And actually, we have several podcasts in for uh, in the finalist categories at podcastawards.com. But you can vote for all of our podcasts. Please do so every day through November 15th by going to oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards or the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 61. We'll have uh, the video there that shows you exactly how you can vote for us. Please vote for us every day. There will be an awards ceremony in Las Vegas. Jenny and I will be there. We'd love it if Once Podcast could receive an award. It's the only Once Upon a Time podcast in the awards. So help promote Once Upon a Time by voting for Once Podcast in the awards. And we would be really grateful for that. Vote every single day. And we have some other podcasts in the awards too, under the comedy category and entertainment category as well. And thank you so much for that. And let me just thank quickly a few other people. Sandra, David Newland, Benita Still, and Mark Stapleton have sponsored this episode of Once Podcast. So thank you so much, Sandra, David, Benita, and Mark for sponsoring this episode. If anyone else would like to sponsor an episode and be like co-producers with us, please visit oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Thank you. Thank you. We thank really you. appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Emma, this now we know that this uh, Emma meets this guy, Neil Cassidy, about 11 years ago. I didn't catch his name. It was on the Wanted poster. Oh, <laughs> it's a good place to learn people. Clever. Now, that doesn't mean it is his real name. Hmm. So it's we're very gonna, likely that it is. We re- now have to look up what does Neil Cassidy mean. And in the chat room, Rumpel's girl is saying he also said it. Oh, so I don't remember hearing that, but we'll it. we'll catch that again when we we watch it. So um, eleven years ago, he is Henry's father. Now we know mystery man is Neil Cassidy, and he <laughs> is Henry's father. Yeah. I loved the robbery with her with the bag and her <laughs> shirt. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> One of these, you were like, that was fast. Yeah. And then it wasn't even true. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we seem to have learned that he is Henry's father. I wouldn't really question that. Some people already are in the chat. Okay. And I would assume that he's not Balefire either. Because you would think he would remember a thing like that, and he didn't seem to, but I guess he didn't say anything conclusive. I want to know what's in that box. Well, I think that what you both just said connects, because something, August showed something in the box that instantly convinced (gasps) Neil to listen to the story and to hear how August and believe it. So, Mm. if, if Neil is Balefire... What is one thing he could see in a box that would convince him without a doubt to listen and Rub- that it's real? Rubble Silskin's dagger? Exactly. Or the well, picture of yeah, his dagger? The picture of yeah, it. the picture of it. That's what I'm thinking it is. Oh my goodness! Now, it's genius. If, if it's not Balefire, then anything else could be in that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's Balefire, then I'm pretty certain what's in the box is a drawing of the dagger. Huh. It did convince him awfully quickly. It wasn't even just strange to him. It yeah. just, he seemed to understand it completely as soon as he saw whatever it was. Wow. So, so maybe it is. Bay. I didn't even think about that. I just thought, oh my goodness, Pinocchio has a magical box and it can produce whatever 
it needs to convince the person who's looking, you know, you can reduce that? anything. I thought, oh my goodness, it's a magical box, and how did he do that? Well, no, that's a, that is a legitimate other theory. What if August typewriter somehow can convince people of what he's trying to press? Because well, remember, he had a typewriter in that later when he showed Emma, and didn't he kind of convince Emma to make a deal with him? After either that? either, well, either that. it's a typewriter that's just really convincing, <laughs> or it's it's whatever the person wants to see. I like the yeah. just the dagger drawing idea. Personally. I like the dra- I like the dagger that's, drawing yeah. idea too. That's um, the simpler that's a, idea. If, that's an awesome theory. If Bay is Henry's father, that town has one messed up family tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Regina is both his adoptive mom and his great grandmother. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's already messed up because Snow it is, really messed is up. the same age as her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say that I really loved that Hook said bad form in this episode? <laughs> I just really did. I'm a hooky fan. I'm, I'm deciding I'm going to call myself a hooky fan because that's much better than calling myself a hooker. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree. Uh, um, August, a couple interesting things uh, also about August, and we'll get into this in more detail. Uh, he said he called himself Emma's guardian angel. And I started wondering, well, why isn't he sticking around? But then we saw Neil give him thousands of dollars at the end of the episode. And that look on his face was the, wow, I could do a lot with this. Yeah, and he had already said that there's so many temptations Mm -hmm. and he has a hard time. And Emma received a package from Phuket. Phuket. And yes. since it was the key and not the money, are we to assume that he took the money? I'm pretty yes. sure he took the money because he's a bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he he's is. Pinocchio. And he started to turn to wood or and to wood or or wood oh, okay. or. And we now know for certain that um, August sent the postcard to yes, Mystery yes, Man. We do. And now we know why Mystery Man would be concerned about the curse being broken. Because he knows enough about it to know that he can't be with Emma again until after the curse is broken. We don't really know how much August told him. Yeah. So Probably it, everything. It sounds like he got, he, he's told, he told him about everything. Yeah. And but now I, he's going to come back for Emma. Yeah. And she's not going to be there. And I'm like, you're a jerk. And I'm thinking also for Rumpelstiltskin. Or maybe yeah. he doesn't know that Rumpelstiltskin is there. Maybe he's going to walk into town looking for Emma and see Rumpelstiltskin and be like, Papa, or whatever <laughs> he called him. <laughs> maybe. Papa. And yeah. maybe, yeah, and maybe if August ever shows his face again, he's going to be in a lot of trouble too. Mm. You <laughs> know what? Speaking of August's face, I couldn't really put my finger on it, but he looked different. Well, he was clean shaven and well, he wasn't, his hair was He different. wasn't exactly clean shaven. Ish. He, Cleaner shape. He looked different. I mean, his eyes that? were still blue, but he did look younger. <laughs> Irrelevant detail, but I noticed. I actually <laughs> liked him in this episode, so that was different too. Two other things about August, and this came up in our live chat during the episode. Dixie suggested, uh, said, so August's line about the box last season. Remember, he said, I'm going to carry around this box and you're going to go crazy, basically wondering what's in it. I know. Was actually a teaser for this season. How did they (laughs) do that? Yeah, he's actually teasing us with the box now. Yes. We are back to wondering what's in August's stupid box. (laughs) Except I think we're probably right, but maybe not. Also, Josephine pointed out something I think is a great theory. I agree with this. 
Josephine suggested August was probably the one who brought Henry to gold. Because August is now very motivated to get Emma into Storybrooke. Oh, you're right. So maybe August was watching Emma as her guardian angel. He's been watching her from a distance, but watching her. So when, and he's monitoring any communication that comes out of Storybrooke. So when he finds out that Rumpelstiltskin is looking for an adopted, uh, a child to adopt for Regina, then August somehow maneuvers Henry into that situation so that Rumpelstiltskin gets Henry. And Rumpelstiltskin then has no idea who he's getting. Right. But it's August doing from outside of Storybrooke. I think that really connects things. And we'll explore that more in our full discussion this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But any other initial reactions to that? To that point, I mean, we've got more to talk about. No. Nope. So, uh, uh, let's see. That Actually, that is, those are all of the notes that I had for this. Um, I did think it was interesting that the amount of money was $20,000. Made me think of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, oh can my. I add something? <laughs> I know, it's a stretch, <laughs> but it could be a little nod there. Maybe that's just where they got the number is decide. Yeah, let's throw this number in, see <laughs> the, what the fans do. <laughs> the way that Hook picked up a single gold coin made me think of Captain Jack Sparrow. Do you, were, me- you remember yes. in the first, the first parts of the Caribbean movie, it was all that. about the little... Queen things and uh, not to mention the rum. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the eyeliner. I mean, or if he has any, but he. It looks like eyeliner. I feel like he. They've made him kind of a combination pirate captain. <laughs> Kate, Mister Cat Twenty Five in the chat who said Hook equals Jack Scoop, Jack Sparrow plus Wesley as the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> um, the eyeliner thing is actually was a pirate thing that they would take coal and rub it on their eyes really yeah. really oh. yeah i learned that from again one of the other ones upon a time podcast there's so many it's hard for me now to keep track of where i hear <laughs> these great insights that's crazy. why you guys need to listen to more than just one i highly recommend it there are many other great podcasts out there too maybe so i should please get listen some to more than one coal for my eyes i'm not a pirate but <laughs> could be sounds cheating. interesting <laughs> So any other <laughs> that just died. I didn't really know how to respond to that. Oh, um an interesting timeline idea here. If Mystery Man, well, Neil Cassidy is Bay and this story starts 11 years ago. He looks like he could be 25 years old. Which is how old? Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. He looks like he could be around the age that Bay would be if Bay came through at the same time as everyone else came through with the curse. Which is my theory that everyone came to our land at the same time, like ended up here in our same time. So Bay would be 28 years older by the time the curse is broken. Hmm. Yeah, yeah there's. We shall see. There's the age gap, which could be awkward, but uh, we've we've still got a lot to see there. So, um, I one other thing is, I wonder if we're maybe going to see a romance between Hook and Emma. I doubt mm-hmm. it. Maybe a little something just to complicate things when they get to Storybrooke, yeah. and or just to make things interesting Neil for us. Is there? So they're going to have a ten-hour lead. 
unhook. Yeah, I thought that was really. <laughs> I love how she said. Actually, you're going to give me two favors. <laughs> Since I'm talking to a man who could pers- who could basically crush me with his foot. Which, by the way, he was squeezing her pretty hard. Yeah, I, was, was. I thought she was going to pop. Me too. It was like her head pop awkward. off or something. She reasoned very much like Henry, so now I guess we know where he gets it. Yeah. Wait, how would he get that from her? I just thought, the way she said, I could have killed you twice. <laughs> this is perfectly logical. We're having a totally normal discussion right now. <laughs> oh, it's interesting that we saw Dreamcatcher several times or in this episode. And in Oh, you're right. Which Neil Cassidy has in his apartment in New York City when we saw him in oh. the premiere episode in Broken. I just thought that was kind of, you know... I thought it went well with the dreams, the bad dreams. The dream thing is pretty freaky. Yeah, what's up with the candle, too? Doesn't Charming know anything? He has to get one of those Indian <laughs> well, things. No, he does. <laughs> because <laughs> Snow said she had these dreams, too. It's a consequence of the sleeping I know, curse. I still didn't get it. I still didn't get so it. So Charming figured out something that helped Snow, and now he knows when Henry's having these bad dreams, now he knows, well, this helped, helped Snow, it'll help him, too. I thought it I don't was know just why. a comfort thing, like a nightlight. So here's the thing. Are we going to hear Snow say that she used to have the same dream and it's going to freak her out? Or is this a whole new thing for right now? I think they all had the same dream. I think she gave a knowing look. I think it was, I think she had the the same dream. Snow, we'll have to see that again, what kind of look they had. But um, it could be the same dream. And if Aurora had that dream while they were at the base of the beanstalk, I think it is the same time that Henry was having the I dream. I think that's amazing. So they have this connection across worlds. That could be a possible way that Emma and Snow will return to Storybrooke is through the dream. That sounds not quite feasible. <laughs> Maybe, but this is a magical fairy tale land yes, we're talking they, about. Where the compass is ridiculous. Teleport. You know, I'm wondering... <laughs> Do the dream stop? Because Snow kind of, she didn't really give a sincere answer. Whenever Aurora said, do they stop? She was like, yeah. Oh, She promised and she said yes. And I hope that she's not turning out to be this big fat liar, Snow White. Well, maybe she's just, you know. Let's just make up a story about how Lancelot died. Yes, the dreams go away. I'm definitely not still having them to this very day. I'm guessing tough. that Mary Margaret for 28 years did not have these horrible nightmares. So unless they've not. started again recently, I think she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I hope she's telling the truth, but it just, it looks, you know, questionable to me how she answered that question. Hmm. I did question it. Yeah. So we've got a lot to explore about this episode and listeners, we would love to hear your feedback about Tallahassee. Please call in to our listener voicemail or email us or a bunch of things. You can call 903-231-2221 or email feedback at oncepodcast.com. Or you can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over on the right side and record a message right from your computer and send it to us. 
We would love for you to be a part of this conversation. You can also be a part of the conversation by joining our forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums, where we've got spoiler section, non-spoiler sections, and so much more that you can talk there with so many other people. Share your theories, hash out your ideas, and comment on other people's ideas. Find people who have the same idea and you can fill in pieces together. And it, it's an awesome place to connect with other people who love this TV show as much as we do. So check out oncepodcast.com for all of these links and feedback information and all of this. And please subscribe to us in iTunes so that you can receive every episode automatically as soon as we release it. You can go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, please leave a written review for us. We would really appreciate it because uh, James Lee Sirius, Mary Rose D, Nat Cardoso from Brazil, Cbax, and D62442 from Australia left reviews, as well as Grace Berry 159 from Ireland, and I loved this little quote that Grace Berry said. Their energy just fills my head with happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you guys for your written iTunes re- wow. reviews. <laughs> thank you. We really appreciate those. They encourage us and it helps other people find our podcast too. So thank you so much for those uh, reviews. So anything else left to say about this? I mean, there's a lot to say, but any other initial reactions before we close this episode of our I, podcast? I hope I don't have any bad dreams tonight because <laughs> that one sounds scary. It was, this episode was probably the most different from an episode of this show last year as it could be. Mm. It took place all in the past outside of Storybrooke and present day fairy tale land, neither of which we saw at all last year. And it was still so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Jen. It was nice to get some Emma backstory too. Yes. Yeah. It was cool to see how they did that. Kind of like in Lost, there was one episode near the end of one of the final seasons where you saw none of the normal characters, right. but it was an amazing episode mm-hmm. that like answered so many questions, but none of the normal characters or right. anything. I'm looking forward to seeing August or Pinocchio now, like present day storybook post curse mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, we, forward to it. We have yet to see what happens. It will be cool. And just for clarification, because we did raise that point that August definitely did send the postcard to um, Neil Cassidy. When we saw that scene in New York City in the premiere episode, in the episode Broken, we don't know when that happened. That could have happened several days, several weeks Mm -hmm. after the curse was actually broken, because you have to figure the time it takes for mail to travel from... (laughs) Storybrook, Maine, <laughs> to by the, pigeon. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Pigeon. So a day, but <laughs> but so what we saw then could have been a day or so after the curse was actually broken. Yeah. So just to clarify that for people, just because we saw it first doesn't mean it actually happened first. I really yeah, hope that that Emma's got a new ally in this giant. Mm, that would cool. be awesome, dude. Dude. (laughs) Will there be a giant in Storybrooke? I don't know. I think that would be detrimental since his own castle couldn't really withstand his running. (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, that was kind of (laughs) crazy. Well, that's it for our initial reactions. Listeners, we want to hear your theories and thoughts and what stands out to you. And we'll have more information on our full discussion. Please join us for that episode. It will be this Wednesday 
at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's GMT minus 5 now that we're in Standard Time. Over at oncepodcast.com slash live. You can join the chat room and chat with many other people while we're recording the podcast. And we do it every Wednesday evening at that same time. And also we do this on Sunday evenings at 9.15 Eastern Time with our initial reactions. So Eastern and Central Time viewers can watch the show with us, join us in the chat room, and then stick around for the live initial reactions podcast this that we're recording right here. And it's a lot of fun. A lot of people join us for that. We've got uh, over 100 people watching right now. And we really are grateful for every one of you coming, helping get us, uh, helping us get some information correct in the chat room and all of that. So thank you so much for being a part of this episode. And please send us your feedback. Again, that's email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab on the right side and connect with us in all kinds of ways through oncepodcast.com. Everything is there, the connections to everything else like Facebook, Tumblr, Google+, our forums, Twitter, everything there. And you can follow us on Twitter as we read out news, uh, new blog posts that we have, new fun caption photo, uh, photo captions that we want you to add and stuff like that. You can follow the show on Twitter at Once Podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny's note. Check out the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 61. And please remember to vote for us by going to oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards. And remember, next time you have a bad dream, just light a candle. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts over at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this week's episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, we would really appreciate it because it really helps with the expenses of running the podcast. Please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.